When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Hi, it's Dan here from Desert Island Dicks, and this is a special compact dicks, which is something we haven't done for a while. But um, I wanted to put one out there because we've got good news, which is that I can announce that our guest for our live show on October the 6th will be John Robbins. We're really happy to have John as a guest. He's going to be fantastic. Loads of you will know John Robbins, of course. Um, He does loads of things, doesn't he? He does the Ellison John Robbins show on BBC Radio 5 Live, for which he was nominated for Best Entertainment Podcast, as was Desert Island Dicks at the British Podcast Awards. Um, He does the Moon Underwater podcast. He also does the How Do You Cope podcast with Ellis James. So he does a lot of things. He's really funny. His stand-up has won awards. He's just brilliant. So I'm really happy to announce that he will be joining us as our guest for Desert Island Dicks Live as part of the Cheerful Earful podcast festival. Uh, We're kicking it off on day one alongside Sound Deals with Max and Ivan, another podcast. And it's Thursday the 6th of October, so only a few weeks away now, depending on when you're listening to this. Um, it's at the Bedford Pub in Ballam. They've got an amazing back room, um, which is like it's like a tiny ballroom. It's it's, it's lovely little space. So uh, really excited to be there. Um, you can get tickets by looking up Cheerful Earful Podcast Festival. I'll also put a link in the description of this podcast as well. Um, and we'll put the links on our Twitter and Instagram at DicksPod as well. Anyway, I was thinking, you know, I, I can't wait until we start a new series to tell you this news. So I'm going to pop up and, and put this information out there. But then it reminded me that last time we did a couple of live shows at Christmas uh, last year with Fern Brady and Stephen K. Amos. At the end of the uh, show, what we do is ask audience members to submit their own Desert Island Dicks choices. And then we sort of read them out with the guest and we have a bit of fun. And I remember that because of time, we couldn't get to them all. And I've still got some of the things that people wrote down. So I thought I'm going to have a little rummage and um, just read some of the suggestions out from the last one. And obviously, if you come along on the 6th of October and uh, come and come and watch Desert Island Dicks with John Robbins, then you can do the same. So I thought this might whet your appetite a little bit. So uh, here we go. Also, you know what? We haven't done a compact dicks in ages, so why not, eh? So this first card, um, these are also from audience members uh, and they don't really have their names written on them. So they're kind of anonymous ones, which is which is also fine. This first one is people who wish happy birthday or happy anniversary to their partner on social media, even though they live with them. I think this is a perfect one. I think it's a really weird thing, isn't it? You just think you're with this person 
anyway. Surely you've told them. And so if you've told them, why do you then post it as well? It's a really weird thing. I think some people probably get in trouble if they don't. You know, I've heard people get annoyed because their partner didn't post about them. Um, you know, I posted about you on your birthday. Why don't you do a nice birthday post for me? I think it's a really bizarre thing of modern life. Once I remember seeing a colleague on Facebook going, oh, all the best to my darling wife for her operation today. It's like, mate, if you haven't told her that in person, then, you know, you're really in the bad books. I mean, it, it just seems really bizarre to me. So I think that's a really good choice. This one does have a name on it. Simon nominated Brian Eno. And, um... Yeah, he's a strange man, isn't he? When I listen to Brian Eno talk, I can never get over the fact that he never has any pauses in his in his voice. There's never any ums and ahs or hmm. It's like he's a robot. They, all his words are just delivered perfectly in a perfect, even um, tempo. And he never hesitates or stops or, or adds in repeated words or they're basically the opposite of me so i think i'm i'm just in awe of him when i hear him speak but he also does seem like quite a pretentious person he's very interesting but it's weird he has such a sort of scientific approach to music and you know i'm a big david bowie fan famously he worked with david bowie on uh, the album low and you know he has all these sort of cards with him with different strategies for working on which Bowie quite enjoyed but also I just think you'd very much have to be in the right mood to work with Brian Eno so I think although he's an interesting man I think he could very easily start winding you up so yeah I think that's a fair call this card just says dog's cock and uh, I don't know if that's a food choice or or there's a person called dog's cock but you know I didn't want I didn't want to not read that out Okay, someone here has put Clarkson, James May, and The Hamster, basically, Top Gear. When we had Stephen K. Amos on the live show, he chose Jeremy Clarkson. And I think we can all understand why. Those three, as the Top Gear bunch, I think James May seems like he'd be okay. Um, Maybe slightly curmudgeonly sometimes. But he basically, he seems like he's probably not an awful person. Whereas I think Clarkson and Hammond do seem like they'd probably be quite hard work. Especially on a desert island. I mean, Jesus. You're a podcast listener. And this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Um, I'm actually really into cars, and it's something I'm increasingly embarrassed about because I don't think it's a very cool thing to be into, but I've always loved cars since I was young. So then I have the annoying thing of wanting to watch Top Gear, but also finding it a bit annoying as well. I mean, now they don't present Top Gear, they do a different one, don't they? So I don't have to watch them at all. And I can watch normal Top Gear and it's all right. But for a while, they'd all put out sort of books and things like that with DVDs, which people would then at Christmas go, oh, you like cars, Dan, I'm going to buy that for you. And then people would come to my house and see I've got like Clarkson books that I never bothered to take to the charity shop. And, oh, it's a bit embarrassing. So... Yeah, and I mean, apart from my own displeasure with them, I just, yeah, can you imagine being stuck on an island with those guys? Fucking hell, Clarkson would be no use at all. I think Richard Hammond would just, I can just imagine arguing with him the most, I reckon. And James May, who knows? Who knows? Next one here is 
Richard Maidley. Richard Maidley, right, here's a story. Once I was working on a radio show as my job, and he was a guest on the radio show, and he came in, and um, do you know what? He unexpectedly really charmed everyone. Everyone just found him really nice and charming and just quite sort of witty and, like... I'm, he was bordering on suave, which is unbelievable. Like, now I'm saying it, I can't believe I'm saying this because I totally understand why this person has chosen Richard Maidley because he'd be terrible to be on a desert island with. I mean, he's, you know, very close to a partridge, isn't he? So you'd basically be stuck with someone like Alan Partridge, someone who takes himself really seriously, says awful things without meaning it. Yeah, but, I mean, all I can say is from experience, when I met him, he, he did surprise us quite a lot. Whether or not that would mean he would be pleasurable to stay on a desert island with, I couldn't tell you, but, um, but you know, there's my fairly shit anecdote for you. Um, finally, I've got this card that just says leaf blowers, so I assume that's people who use leaf blowers. I've never really understood them because I think they obviously make loads of noise. I mean, it's as noisy as a lawnmower. But whereas trying to cut a lawn with anything that wasn't a lawnmower would take ages and be really annoying, like raking up some leaves isn't that hard, is it? I think you know if you have to do if you like if you work in a park if you work for the council and you're cleaning up a park or like a football ground or something then yeah i get it use the machinery but when you see people with leaf blowers in their gardens it's 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 like really leaves aren't that heavy i mean it's quite easy job so i think yeah someone who sort of bothers the neighbors with a leaf blower i think is quite annoying lawnmower is all right isn't it because you know it doesn't take that long afterwards you get the nice smell of freshly cut grass but um yeah on a desert island and someone's just insisting on blowing the sand around with a leaf blower um yeah that would be fucking annoying. Anyway, look, I'm keeping this short and sweet today. So there were a few of the leftovers that we had from uh, our last live show in December with Fern Brady and Stephen K. Amos. And you know what? It was so much fun. It was a real laugh doing the show live. And it was nice to meet some of you as well. So I hope to see you at the Bedford Pub in Ballam on Thursday the 6th of October. Tickets are £8, which, you know, feels like a bargain to me. I mean, I may be biased, but I mean... Considering how much everything else in life costs, I think £8 for an evening of entertainment isn't bad at all. And, you know, you can always double up and see the other show, uh, Sound Deals with Max and Ivan, uh, before ours as well, and do a double header. So, yeah, have a look. Google Cheerful Earful Podcast Festival or go to the link in the description of this episode or you can find the link on our Twitter or Instagram, at DicksPod. And, um, yeah, I hope to see you there. It's going to be really good. John Robbins is going to be a fantastic guest. I have no doubt about that at all. Um, And we're going to be back really soon with a whole new series of more wonderful guests. Uh, We're in the process of booking them now, and we've got some really good leads, so I think you're going to enjoy what we've got up our sleeve as well. All right, thank you as always for listening, and uh, hopefully see you soon. Bye. (laughs)